0: Welcome to the Corey Lee Show where our focus is on building leaders and transforming culture. My name is Corey Lee and in each episode I aspire to ignite something on the inside of you that encourages you to grow yourself and to make an impact on the world around you. Welcome to the Corey Lee Show. Welcome back to the Corey Lee Show, guys. Today is going to be a jam-packed episode. It's going to be really good. And uh, I've got my friend, Jonathan Bakhtar. He is a doctor. Uh, he is the CEO of National Testing, which what they have done is revolutionized the ease of getting laboratory tests. Uh, he is uh, the CEO. He's launched multiple businesses. And he is a vaccine expert, a physician with specialties in internal medicine or internal pulmonary critical care. And uh, with the the launching of all these businesses, he is great at innovating startups and leveraging technologies to help expand and disrupt traditional markets. And I know today is going to be a great conversation. And so, Dr. Bakhtar, thanks for coming on the Corey Lee Show.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It's a big honor.
0: Yes, sir. Well, I I shared a little bit about your bio with all the amazing things that you're doing, innovation and then just leading at such a high level. Uh, But take us on the journey. Like, how did you get to the point you are today?
1: Well, you know, it wasn't uh, something that one morning I happened to wake up and say, hey, I want to do this or that. Everything I've done uh, in my career has been one door opening another door, if that makes sense uh it's uh so you know became a traditional clinical physician and did all of the right things to get to be uh you know the senior partner in a group and then uh, started to experiment and, and try out administrative roles and other things i could do to to help and and broaden my skills and what i found is uh, every time i did something another opportunity came out of that so Uh, I always tell people you don't necessarily have to go somewhere deliberatively like, okay, I want to go there. If you just kind of try things within that area, what you will see is like get involved in the industry or the thing you're thinking about on some level, as you meet people, as you network, as you take on one responsibility, other people see how, what a good job. Hopefully you did. And then other things open up. So, there, is, there was no epiphany where one morning it was like, oh, yes, this is what I need to do. Uh, more of a step-by-step uh, one thing leading to another, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Man, that is just so interesting. As as you were saying that, uh, just reflecting back on my journey, it's kind of, <laughs> kind of the same. And I hear, um, hear in that the opposite thing that I hear a lot of times people say is, well, I'm just waiting for a door to open up. But it sounds like from your story and even from mine is as you've taken those steps in the journey, the doors kind of opened up for you and, and they wouldn't even be doors that you would been looking for five years ago. Right. And right.
1: So, right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you never know what's around the corner unless you start kind of peeking around the corner. And uh but if you're waiting for something to come to you and a new, like, let's say you want to change the direction of your career and you're just waiting around for, I don't know, someone to call you or something, that's not how that works usually. Uh, You have to uh, show some interest, some initiative, get involved on some level, uh, and then you meet the right people. I almost look at it like people relate to this like like when it's a hobby, for example. Let's say you get into, I don't know, stamp collecting, coin collecting, whatever. Uh, And the reason you get to become knowledgeable is because you wind up talking to other collectors you go to shows so so you you realize that you to to get information you, it just doesn't happen you have to actively go out and meet people network do things um and then you, you understand oh this there's more to this coin collecting than i thought i need to do this or that and the same thing with your career you 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 don't know what you don't know and also it helps you sometimes by trying something and you, you definitely say, well, yeah, that definitely is not for me. So just excluding things is also helpful, right? Because it's sort of uh, when you meet your, you know, wife, all of a sudden you're like, ah, oh, because now I know because I, or when you meet your husband, you're like, oh, now I know. Cause I, you know, so much different than all the other ones. And so um, I think there is that sort of dating analogy where, you you start dating in in terms of what your career path should be
0: yeah yeah and and sometimes
1: even a bad experience is a good experience
0: yeah i think that's perfect right that yeah totally agree And as i'm sitting here i want to ask you a question and uh this may be a question i don't know if you've ever gotten this question but i'm just sitting here thinking and something i've been been wrestling with and that's goal setting right so Mm -hmm. so I've been reflecting on my own journey and, uh, even with yours, you know, having these five and 10 year goals, but I- I'm wrestling with that with, um, based off of what you said and kind of in my journey, as I've stepped, there were doors that were open that I didn't even know were even there. Mm-hmm. And if I were to try to set, set specific goals, um, I don't know what I don't know, kind of what you said. Anyway, my, my question is, what's your take on goal setting?
1: <laughs> well, I mean, goals in terms of, you know, how much you save and whatever. But I think when it comes to your career, um, I think it's more important besides to have goals to have certain things you want out of a career and certain things that are negotiable and certain things that aren't. Yeah. Um, you, know, you You may say, okay, it's not a matter of setting a goal, but I want to get in a career where I still have time for my family on nights and weekends. Well, you know, whatever, that's going to exclude a certain number of things. Or I want to have uh, a career that allows me to travel. I want a career that allows me to use my creative juices. Instead of setting goals, I think it's better to have a set of things that you want to get out of it and exclude anything that doesn't have that and so it it gets rid of a lot of the white noise um so if you're at a party and somebody says hey uh, i have an offer for you would you like to get involved in this thing and if it if it meets all your objectives that's fine but if it has some of your deal killer aspects to it oh that's a deal killer or, you know uh i i don't want to travel i want to travel. I I wanna be super independent. I wanna uh, you you know, use these certain talents that I have. um so you if you use that as a filter, everything out there doesn't seem like white noise then you actually set you can actually exclude and include things. So instead of setting goals, I think it's equally important to set parameters of what you want and what you don't want rather than compromise. So it's better to pass on something that has some of those deal killer aspects to it uh, rather than, uh, well, okay, I'll compromise that. And because that long-term often leads into an unhappy situation where you're going to bounce off that anyway. So um, maybe they're the same things, maybe they're not, but I, I, I don't know if anyone can predict where they're going to be in five, 10 years, but you can certainly predict uh, what kind of situations you're going to expose yourself to.
0: Mm, I love that answer. I love that. What kind of situations you can expose yourself to? And I, I think uh I kind of land in the same area where you know your vision, kind of the direction of what your values mm-hmm. are, kind of your non-negotiables, like you're saying. Um, the goals kind of come along with that, right? Those are more the, right. the stepping stones. And I love what you said. Of, you know, maybe I want to have a high level career, but I want to spend time with my family and something comes along that's going to require... 120 hours a week or something like right. that. Yeah, that's not in alignment. I like that. Yeah.
1: Right. Right. So just cross cross things off as they don't fit what you want to do long term.
0: Yeah, I like that. So, uh, Dr. Bakhtar, you've done a lot. You, you've you started a lot of businesses that are making an impact. And I'd like to add, and you have a, a leadership podcast as well. And so uh, I'd love to t- touch base on some leadership with you. What are you, as you've led, teams you've led businesses what are you seeing as some of the biggest challenges actual leaders are facing right now in the marketplace
1: um i think most leaders struggle with um you know how to dial in the right type of culture for their organization Mm. uh especially in the small to medium-sized companies where culture can really impact your bottom line in a meaningful way uh I think uh, either they struggle with it or they, get, they give up and they just pray for the best. Uh, but building culture is really important, a culture of um, having the staff and, and the people in the organization feel they their stakeholders and, and conveying that vision that you know everyone in this organization is a stakeholder and has an upside if we do well uh is something I think most leaders struggle with yeah um I, I think I think leaving it to chance is not a good thing so yeah. it, it's something that you need to work on
0: yeah yeah any any practical advice on like hey here's at least here here's one thing you could do to kind of create that culture that you're talking about because it is sometimes a challenge right Yeah
1: yeah I think um for people who are starting out your first three four five hires, are the most important Um, a lot of times when people are starting out they they're desperate to find talent and skills that they need for their company but if they don't focus are they hiring the right people with the right attitude and the qualifications uh if you make a mistake on your 20th hire you're going to be probably okay if you make a mistake on hire number one two and three you're pretty much toast Mm -hmm. uh so you can't have the same filter for hiring your 99th accountant in the accounting department versus your first accountant in the accounting department. And so, of course, you know, that that'd be a whole podcast or a whole course on how to figure that one out. But but I think in broad terms, that sends the message that, you know, in startups, certainly, higher number, you know, one, two, and three, four, and five. Will make or break you.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's good. You know, uh, a lot of times entrepreneurs or small business owners will have a. We just need somebody. We need anybody, right? I just need somebody mm. to fill this role, and and I found exactly what you said. How important those first few hires are, to to you know help you carry out that that culture, the the vision, yeah, and
1: you your have. vision. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: Um, one of the things I know you talk about are like the underrated skills of a CEO or or, or a mm-hmm. leader. And I'd love for you to talk about that for a little bit, because I think it's easy for us to kind of look at a sports team and say, you know what? I know what kind of skills those athletes need to work on. But what about a leader? Mm-hmm. What about a CEO? What, what are some of those underrated skills uh, for yeah. us?
1: Well, I'm glad you use that sports analogy, because let's stay with that, because it's not too far off. Yeah. Uh listen you and i would never dream that we could be a quarterback for the green bay packers right i don't care whether you're in good shape you know how well you throw the ball with the kids in the backyard you're you're not going to be the quarterback yeah. for the green bay packers next sunday it's just not going to happen and that's an exaggeration of a point meaning if you did want to be the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, you got to go out and get get a lot of skills. Like you're going to have to really acquire skills. Maybe, of course, you know, it might be too late, but assuming age wasn't an issue, you'd have to go and acquire a lot of skills, right? You'd have to throw a football maybe 10,000 times and, you know, get in shape and, you know, whatever it took. So it's not like you couldn't be the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, but you would have to acquire a lot of skills. And nobody ever thinks they could be, a professional athlete, you know, just out of the blue, because they know they don't have the skill set. You may want to be the quarterback, you may like you be a great Monday morning quarterback, you may have thought of all the right plays and or everything else, but you don't have the skills. And when I say you I'm throwing myself into that of course. But the, the reality is I think a lot of people start off being a leader in an organization thinking that just because they're a nice guy and people like them and they're smart, they will be a good leader. But uh, just because you're a nice guy and people like you um, and you're nice to everybody, you know, it's not good, like the analogy I always use is not going to help you land the 747, right? We're not, If we put you in a cockpit at 30,000 feet and said, land the 747, you're a nice guy people like you that the, i mean those traits are very important to have to be a leader but you actually need concrete mm. skill sets to to run an organizations above and beyond oh this company was my idea or i thought of it so obviously I'm, i'd be the perfect leader or um and now it's up to you whether you whether you go get those skills or not, it's going to be up to you. If you don't get them, of course you may learn, uh, but you're going to have to pay tuition, and mm-hmm. that tuition is going to be um, the school of hard knocks. You know, making a lot of mistakes, painful, costly, costly mistakes, and and so, I I think the first skill any leader needs to have is that being a leader is not a soft skill. Mm-hmm. You have to go out and acquire. It's just you want to play the piano. You know, you're not going to be able to play it because you're a nice guy and people like you, and you have a good sense of humor. You're going to have to acquire some skills, and I, 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 I say the same thing about leadership. You, you have to go and get those skill sets, and then, then run with it. Then all those other qualities will help. Yeah,
0: yeah. What do you see as some of those skills that that a leader could improve on? Um,
1: but it's not a matter of, I mean, what, it's not, it's, that's the thing. It's not something you can improve. You need to get it. I mean, like landing at 747, what could you improve on? Well, yeah, you have to improve on landing the plane, <laughs> right? <laughs> that's exactly the thing. People think it's just, I got to, there's no, you have to go, like, how do you hire? How do you, hire? How do you fire? How do you motivate? H- how do you discipline? How do you? uh calibrate what you say to different the same thing to different people it's 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 it's, it's not any one thing it's a whole skill set when are you harsh when are you generous when are you more empathetic uh yeah how how are you setting the example and uh, you, you know um what is your moral character you know because people are looking at that uh, do you cut corners how do you talk how do you hold yourself up how do you talk to the uber guy how do you talk to the waiter it, all of that people are looking you know your staff everyone's looking at you there isn't one thing it's like you have to go to C- ceo school almost uh to get it all so it's not just improve on one thing it right like, like how would you land in the 7 what what one thing would you have to improve to land the 747 it's not one thing it's like 50 things and Um, Now, I'm going to be very transparent. I I think I didn't have that understanding, and I I think I made mistakes. Uh, I think I was also fortunate that I had mentors that happened to be in my life that helped me through some of that, which really helped. And and I think without that, I would have made a lot more mistakes. Uh, But yes, obviously... If I had gone into it with this mindset, it would have been a lot easier because uh, I wouldn't have thought that. Oh, I'll just figure it out, you know. I'll just somehow figure it out because I'm a, I'm a smart guy, you know. I, yeah. I what what could be involved in this, and yeah. then you realize, oh, there's a lot involved in this. Yeah, and um, and so uh, don't don't do it the way I did. <laughs> do it. The way i'm telling you to do it uh but again i i'm super fortunate that i ran into a lot of mentors uh just almost by accident i that's the sad thing i didn't really i didn't realize that was so important but in retrospect they 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 saved me so many times because i was able to bounce things off them and say hey i'm in this situation and you know what do i do um I remember talking to one of my mentors early on in in, in the, my leadership career, and I was just telling him my struggles. And he said, you know what you should do? This is what I do at my company. I have all my senior people send me an end of day report. OK, and, and this way, I don't have to call them at the end of the day and say, so what happened today? And and so when you do talk with them, you're going to be able to talk to them about higher level stuff because you already know the contract was signed or the, you know, the the check was sent, you got all the, so when, if they send you all that on a daily basis, when then you do talk with them, you're not talking, hey, was that check sent, or was that order filled, or you 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 have, the, and that was just like one of a thousand things like he taught me, uh, and to this day, you know, we do that, I have an end-of-day report with all my senior staff, but it's that, and maybe 10, 20 more things that that person taught me, and the next person taught me, um you know how to how to motivate people how to uh cut your losses if something's not working out um i think if you if you just now if you've never done it and you just want to try to figure it out on the fly sometimes you'll do the right thing and sometimes you won't (laughs) it's not and if 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 the mistake is costly, it could be bad. You know, sometimes it it could cost you your business. So understanding that you have to work at it and not let it be something that you just intuitively figure out.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with that. And I love what you said at the beginning. Uh, um, Just because you're a nice guy or a nice girl, people like you, it does not automatically make you a great leader because for me, I tend to, I lean towards this people-pleasing thing. And mm-hmm. like you said, that's not going to land the 747. <laughs> it really, no. right. and um, there are other skills. And I love kind of what you were saying there, the importance of having other people in, in your life, those mentors that you can go to and you can ask questions. Because a lot of the things that I've had to learn through through leadership come through experience, but you can also learn from other people's experience. And you can yes, bypass but if
1: you've if you find the right person, right? Yep. So you can also find the wrong person. But yes, assuming <laughs> you find the Michael Jordan of your field or or the person who you want to emulate, who's ten steps ahead of you, then you're on to something.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally agree, totally agree with that. And then uh another thing I was thinking about as you were saying that how important it is for me having some kind of reflection process, because you said something in there that. Um, sometimes you can if you go by intuition alone, sometimes you get it right, sometimes you you don't get it right. And if I've got some kind of reflection process, I can figure out if it was right, what caused it to be right. If it was wrong, then I can like, hey, what what led up to that? And yeah, uh, but
1: then and that's like trial and error. A surgeon wouldn't yeah. do that. A surgeon wouldn't go in and say, Well, let me see how that surgery went. What could I have done right or wrong? So I'll do nobody you you wouldn't let your surgeon practice on on you and and see what went right you got to get it right no matter what yeah, yeah yeah i don't that, yeah, that, I, that, that that that's that's what we're talking about not, not to not to get it wrong means you have to go and get the skills you have to acquire yeah. them right if you, if you're doing that if you're going back and saying of course you know we can always do things better but if you if that's how you're learning that's not a good way because it when when it doesn't work it could be costly
0: Mm. yeah it could could be
1: that you could have messed up with that one hire that was going to change your company or messed up with the one client that was going to change your whole business um or, or or other you know really things that materially impact the direction yeah
0: um, Dr. Barkatari, let me, let me ask you this. So you, you've been involved in uh, several startups and a lot of people listening, they, they've they kind of got this thing stirring inside of them. They want to start a business. They want to, um, you know, launch something. It, it, have, have there been some, um, maybe some things that you've noticed that, that help, um, startups be successful or somebody maybe listening is like, Hey, maybe what are some things that I could do to make sure I get started on the right foot?
1: That's a loaded question because, I, you know, we could do a whole series of podcasts on that. But let me just kind of throw out the simple one, which is make sure you pick the right business, right? <laughs> because if you don't have the right business, um, nothing really matters, right? You could work hundred hours a day and do everything right, but if the if the business model doesn't work, it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't you can't uh, hustle enough to make a bad business model work so you have to pick and choose the model what is it that's going to differentiate your business this is a new product that nobody else has uh are you providing some some, delivering a service in a way that no one else has uh because if you're going to be the 10th accounting firm in that suburb okay well that's going to be that's going to be up up road uphill battle if you're going to be the 10th yogurt shop you know in in a suburb okay that's i mean you may work hard but that's going to be a struggle right Mm -hmm. you're going to be the 10th gym in a in a whole in a neighborhood so i think it's not just a matter of starting a business what kind of business are you starting and are you in a position where your competition is irrelevant or you're just going to be duking it out and stealing clients from the other nine yogurt shops. Mm-hmm. Uh, or are you going, so it matters what you, what you do and, and how you pick your business.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's important uh, for sure. Um, I know uh, on your podcast, you talk a lot about leadership and and entrepreneurship. And one of the things that I know you, you talk about sometimes are some of these barriers or roadblocks that, that, that kind of keep people or keep companies from growing, you know, as you know, there's a different phases that companies go through, you got your startup and then you want to go to another level, but sometimes you're trying to get to that other level and there's, there's these blocks or these roadblocks. And, and so maybe what are some roadblocks that you've kind of seen that prevent teams or companies going into that next level?
1: You mean going from the early phases to the more maturation or, or bigger phases? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think every leader I talk to right now talks about uh, their inability to hire and and get the right team uh, because you can only grow as fast as your team allows you to grow, and uh, hiring and you know going back to culture and looking for ways to motivate your staff and uh, have a mission and be all on the same team, uh, that, that's all going to matter. I mean, that's all going to have a material impact. Yeah.
0: I agree. One of the things that uh, we've talked about is, I mean, you can't have a level size 10 team with level five size talent, right? Like this right. kind of talk about is hiring the right people, right skill set. Um, and those kind of things. And, um, well, Dr. Bokhtar, I, I truly have appreciated your time and you've added a, a ton, a ton of value to our listeners and the leaders that are on here. And, and, you know, I know, um, somebody may be listening and they really want to connect with you or they want to listen to your yeah. podcast. Like what's the best way for people to get in touch with you?
1: Yeah, well, we have a website, Bakhtariamd.com. Of course, we have our podcast, Bakhtariamd on YouTube and Spotify and the other platforms. I'm on LinkedIn. Um, yeah, but uh has really pretty much all our materials. Everything we do is on there. So that's probably a great place to start.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, we'll have that in the show notes below, guys. Make sure you connect with Dr. Bakhtar and listen to some of his uh, his podcasts. I know it'll add a ton of value to you guys. I just want to say thank you for taking a listen today. And uh, I hope we have added value to you. If there's something that Dr. Bakhtar has said that stood out to you. Hey, make sure you comment below. We'll pass that along to him and mm-hmm. make sure you like and subscribe so you can stay up to date with any of the latest episodes of The Corey Lee Show. You guys have a great day. And God. Thank you
1: so much. Three, two,
0: one. Okay. Thanks for joining me today. I hope I have added value to you. And if you have found value in this episode, let me know. Drop a comment and make sure you share with a friend or family member. See you next episode.